1: teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Somebody go ahead, put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Please be seated in heavenly places are you blessed to be in church well we thank the lord for the opportunity to be alive hallelujah many things are fighting for our lives but we thank god that by his grace we've seen a new year those i have not seen the whole of this year I want to wish you a happy new year. Oh, I did not hear your response. Okay. I know that I'm going to see some people for the very first time, even in March. So, I will keep wishing you till I see every one of you. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Wow, what a blessing. We thank God. I want to read a portion of scripture with you and we'll pray and God will bless us. Hallelujah. Okay. So this year has been declared as our year of seed time and harvest, amen. So this year expect yourself to sow precious seeds so you can have a a great and wonderful harvest, amen. anytime you are sowing seeds anytime not just sowing seeds but anytime you are doing anything in church you must have a good reason you must have a good reason to do it you must do things according to the word of god the word of god should guide you hallelujah yeah the word of god should be your uh, guiding posts because god will always fulfill his promises. Even you, when you tell somebody do this and after that I will do this, you will be careful to make sure that you honor your promise. So how much more God? God is also bound by his word, hallelujah. That is why if you are a good Christian, your prayer life will be like a, a lawyer at the court. You quote his word that Lord, your word says, You said this in your word, and I have fulfilled it. And I'm looking up to you for you also to fulfill your promise. Hallelujah. So we should always be guided by the word of God in all that we do. Amen. So in the Titan book, in the Titan book, we read about the law, how Titan fulfills the law of sowing and raping a man. The 15 laws of sowing and raping. When you, you have, how many of us have the Machio Okay, there's a book in why non-Titus become poor and how Titus can be rich a man. So the 15 powerful effects or the laws of sowing and raping It's right there for us to see how this law has been in work. Whether you know it or not, it's not the case. But God has been blessing sowers and blessing farmers. Farmers have deployed this law to their advantage many, many years. And they are able to observe it in in time of sowing and they are able to also harvest great things from their seeds that they sow. So it's our time and it's our season for us also to deploy what the great men and women of faith have done in time past, hallelujah. Are you here? So I'm going to quickly, I'm going to quickly read Something to you from the 15 uh, laws of sowing and reaping. So number one, number one, you must plant something. Tell somebody you must plant something. You know, maybe doing the uh, message. You know, when Abraham sowed precious seeds in terms of sacrifice. Anything that you are doing, like we 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 have seen, whatever you are doing, whether you are answering a question or you are asking a question, it's a seed. <laughs> Whether you are helping or you are being helped, it's a seed. Whatever you are doing, look at it as a seed. Hallelujah. And when you are able to do that, it's going to bring you a harvest. Hallelujah. So you determine what to sow when you know what you want to harvest. Hello? Hello? You determine what you are going to sow when you know that this is the kind of harvest I'm also expecting. Hallelujah. So the first law, the 15 laws of sowing is that you must sow something. Because if you sow the wind, you will actually harvest the whirlwind. Well wind. Do you understand? Yeah. When you multiply three or nothing, zero, tell somebody free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a Greek word. When you sow nothing, what do you think you will harvest? Yeah, nothingness. You you harvest, I mean, in multitude of nothing. So you need to sow something. John chapter 12, verse number four, uh, 24. John chapter 12. I will read just two or three of it, then we can pray and. John chapter 12, verse number 24. Is it in your Bible? Okay, so the first law of sowing and reaping is that you must what? Plant something. Tell somebody I'm about to plant something. Tell another person you must plant something. Okay, can we read John chapter 12, verse 24 together? One, Go. Verily, verily I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Hallelujah. How many want much fruits? I'm sure we all want much fruits, but the process of having a much fruit is Not allowing your seed to remain dormant on the shelf. The process of having much fruit is allowing that seed. Do you know that when seed is going to die, it becomes very nasty. It decomposes. It begins to rot and decays. Then only then, then a new life, something springs out of it. Hallelujah. So if you don't allow what you have to go, you are not going to have it. Are you there? Once you are holding on to what you have, there's not going to be a harvest. The only time there is going to be a harvest is when you have sown, you have planted something. And whatever you are planting is a seed. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, it's a seed time and I'm going to have much fruits from my seed sowing. Hallelujah. And this principle did not even exempt God. God himself had to sow. Because he said, as far as the earth remaining, this is what is going to happen. So when he even wanted to harvest something, he had to sow, and he sowed his son. Jesus Christ he saw a whole person on in the earth for 3 days and 3 nights and he had a harvest hallelujah are you here yeah that is why he died and rose again he had to sow his son amen are you here so if god used the principle why will me and you not use the same principle tell somebody i'm about to sow Hallelujah. So there is difference between having a fruit and having a seed. What the difference is is what you do with. Because often there is no difference between a fruit and a seed. It's your action. Hello. Are you here? It's what you do with what you have that determines whether it's a seed or it's a fruit. When you have a corn, a maize, you can roast it, you can corn, yeah, you can mill it into a what? Maize meal. You can also turn it into popcorn. You can also, uh, what can you do with uh you can do kenke with it <laughs> people don't know what kenke is the guy is a, is an international are you there so your maize your nice maize that you have what are you going to do you have there you have the responsibility to have that maize as a seed or as a fruit that you are going to eat You can roast it. You can boil it. Now we have some sweet corn. When you boil it, it's very nice. You can also roast it and have some grilled uh, pork by the side. You notice that, wow, you are enjoying life. Hmm? Yeah, with some uh, uh, grilled pork. That is, I mean... Not, not well done, but medium to well. Are, are you getting it? Very tender. Yeah, with your sweet corn by the side. Mm? And some uh, uh, big p- potato. One or two. You notice that you are enjoying life. But that is your seed <laughs> that you have converted into fruits. And when you finish eating, you don't need to expect anything. But if you also sow this, and you plant it, you are going to have even more. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I'm learning. Number two. Number two. You must plant in good ground. Tell somebody, you must plant in good ground. You must plant. Matthew chapter 18, verse number 8. So the fact that you need to plant is good. But even better is when you plant what you are planting in a good ground. Hallelujah. Yeah, not every place is a good ground. That is why the farmers will take their time to clear the land. They will take their time to plow it, remove the stumps, the stones, anything that will not allow. Their seed to grow, they will remove it so that the seed they are sowing will have a good ground. Tell somebody, I want to sow in a good ground. ground. So if you sow and you don't sow in a good ground, you can destroy your seeds. You cannot plant your maize or your corn or your wheat on concrete. Are you there? The father you have sown is good, but where did you sow it? Tell somebody I'm going to plant on a good ground. So in Matthew chapter 13, verse number 8, the Bible says, But other fell into a good ground and brought forth fruit, some hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some what? Thirtyfold. When you go back a bit, you notice that the, the seeds that the farmer sowed. This is the great parable of the, uh, the sower went to sow. And the Bible said when he sowed, the plants, uh, the seed fell on four different places. Some on a, a, a wayside. Some fell on a stony ground. And some fell in a stony places. But one fell on a good ground. Hallelujah. And the Bible explains that those that fell on um, uh, uh, wayside. They are those that when they hear the word, the devil comes to take it. Do you understand? Yeah, You Think about it. Even in front, in front of our church here, we've tried to plant some uh, green covers. But some people are using part of it as a, a walking path. And all that we have planted there, they don't have opportunity to do well. People have walked on it. So when you sow your seed on the wayside where people walk, that is what happens. When you finish, you just look. You see that, look, the frontage, the thing is doing well, but where people are passing, there's not, nothing covering there as though we did not sow anything. But we sow something, we watered it, but people have walked on it. Then the second Place, right there, you will see there were uh, quarry stones that we used for the pavements and the, 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 the remaining we put over there. But we noticed that we need to sow the, the, the ground covers over there. We tried, but it did not do well because it did not have any soil. We sowed it on, on stones, on stony places. So when they tried, it did not work. Are you there? And the Bible said the third place was in a thorny place among tons. That one it grew in tall soil, but because there was tons, there are things that did not allow it to grow tall. Then the Bible says that the last one fell on what? A good ground. Tell somebody, I'm sowing on a good ground. So Hallelujah. I'm sowing on a good ground. And even when you sow on a good ground, the harvest is not constant. The, you see, the Bible says that when they sow on a good ground, it brought forth fruits. But the fruits, some had what? 100 fold. Others have 60 fold. And others 30. So even in a good ground, the yield differs. So if you don't sow in a good ground, that one, I, I don't know what you are doing. Tell somebody, I, ha- I want to have 100%. yield over my seed. That is why we sit in the same classroom, the same lecture, the same topic, but people get different marks. Because sometimes the mind into which the lecturer is sowing the seed is thinking about a boyfriend. Sometimes the mind, into which the lecturer is sowing the seed, is depressed. Sometimes the mind, into which, that's the ground, into which the lecture is sowing that precious seed, is confused. And sometimes that mind is overthinking. Sometimes you are sitting in lectures, but you are in your bedroom. You can, you are, you, you can see that, hey, did I leave the iron on? Did I close the fridge? Ah, why didn't I see this myself? Uh, you are there. You are sitting there, but you are home. Organizing your bedroom. How many have been there? Or oh, you know somebody who was in church, but he was in the house. The same way you can be in church and be in your house. So the word of God that is able to deliver you and bring you to where God wants to bring you may not have effect on you because your heart has not become a good ground for the word. But this morning, I see you sowing precious seeds in a good ground. Hallelujah. Let the word of God come into a loamy soil, a heart that is fertile, that is ready for the word of God. That heart is the heart that begins from yesterday, worshiping, praying, preparing for service. You are all sold out for God. So when you come, you are in tune. Sometimes you come to church and your quiet time is what is being used in preaching. Hallelujah. You come to church and your worship, whatever you were thinking about, is the same thing that the preacher is talking about. Hallelujah. That one is for you. But a second one is that it's not every church, <laughs> it's not every ministry that you should so seed into. Hello? Yeah. You can be planting in places that God is not there. Because when you sow a seed, it is like Paul said, I planted in Apollos water, but God what? Gave the increase. So when you sow seeds where God is not there, or you are sowing seeds among somebody who is rebelling against God, the person hate God is against the word of God then that is why God is not going to bless that seed. So the seed is good, but you must have a good ground. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is a holy ground. Hallelujah. I said, this is a holy ground. The Lord told me there's always two angels that are positioned here. So there's a salvation angel here, and there's a healing angel. Hallelujah.
0: As you are here.
1: May the angel of salvation touch you and may the healing angel minister to you in the name of Jesus. You don't need to be prayed for. When you enter into the compound, already they are taking care of you. There are angels positioned all over the place. was it last week a brother came to me. He said, Pastor, I came to pray in the uh, safe church. The brother was talking to me. He said, after we were, you know, we've been having prayer because of the fasting. Okay, so after one of such prayer meetings, he came to me. He said, Pastor, I was praying or something in the safe church. And suddenly, God opened my eyes and I was seeing vision. There were, there were a lot of angels. Smaller, bigger. They were busy working. And I don't know. I mean, it's not Sunday. It's not check time. But they are working all over the place. All over. Angels all over working. Hallelujah. Tell the person, angels are working on your behalf. behalf. I'm telling you, you don't need to even enter into this building. When you come, you come through the gate. The Lord is with you. You wouldn't even know where the sickness left. The confusion, you wouldn't know. Do I have a witness? Are there people you came to church with a problem you did not know where it passed? I'm telling you, I don't even need to know about it. Yeah, because that has been the prayer that nobody steps here and go the same. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If you came to my house, at least a glass of water I can give you. And I don't know why you should come to the house of God and God will not give you something that will benefit you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, and the Bible says the gate, the house of God is the gate of heaven. Jacob, when he had a dream and when he got up, he said, ha, This is the house of God and is the gate of heaven. Hallelujah. So when you enter, I'm telling you, have it in your mind, whether it is bodily pains, whether it is uh, uh, twisted. Leg, whether it is infection in the eye, whether it is chronic or acute disease, don't worry. When you come through the gate, angels are positioned to meet you. Hallelujah. There are two angels with other, I mean, powerful angels are going to sort out your case. You came, you couldn't swallow saliva, you wouldn't know where it, it, it vanished to. Amen. You came, you have an eye infection, you wouldn't know. How the Lord touch you? Because you have come into a holy ground. Hallelujah. I say you have come into what? A holy ground. A good ground where his presence is. Amen. Yeah. I'm telling you, no matter what you are going through and what you are expecting God for, he will meet you at the point of your need. May you receive your answers. May you receive whatever you have petitioned God about. In the name of Jesus. So right here is a good ground. That you need to sow your seeds. As you give your tithe. As you give your offering. As you help the various things that we are doing in this uh, commission. God is going to cause you to have a harvest that you have not imagined. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Take your tithe. Take your offering. Take your seeds. And let us pray. Take it, take it. Our account number. If at this time you don't know, you don't have the church account number, let us know, okay? You can send your um, offering tied straight into the church account number that is on the screen. And your reference should be your cell phone number. Somebody will contact you and will send you the uh, covenant blessing. Every single month, as you pay your tithe. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Take your phone, take your uh, iPad, ChiPad, your tablet, whatever you are using, your computer. And those who are watching, be ready as we pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. That your word says, the laws of sowing and reaping. He said, by all means, we should sow something. Except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and die. It will abide alone. But when it falls and it dies, it will bring forth much fruits. And Lord, you admonish us to sow into a good ground. Lord, so that we will have a great returns, a great harvest from the seed we are sowing. Thank you for giving us seeds to sow and bread to eat. And Lord, your promise is to multiply the season. We thank you and we bless you. We receive these seeds and we declare that the harvest shall not fail in accordance with your word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, please send it, send it through right away. God bless you. God bless you as we welcome the dancing Starts. Let's go.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Rise on your feet. Let's appreciate the goodness of God. Amen. It's time for the word of God. Amen. Last week, I was amazed when our pastor took us into the teachings of seed time and harvest. And he said, there is a time for your seed to sow hallelujah and I was set on my feet the Bible says when the spirit entered into me and it set me upon my feet my pastor preached so well last week and he told us about a good man in a book I mean remember a good man in a book and he said many people are sowing in the flesh the Bible says he that soweth in the flesh shall of his flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth in the spirit shall of the spirit, reap life eternal. And those are the two points that our pastor preached on last week. I want you to appreciate the man of God, and servant that God has given into our life. Are you ready to receive eternal life? Put your hands together and welcome my pastor, your pastor, Bishop Natalia. Praise the Lord, Shabbat. Hallelujah, Parag. Praise the Lord, somebody Hallelujah, parak, praise the Lord, shabbat, hallelujah, parak, praise the Lord, turn and extend your hand, turn
1: Hallelujah! 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 Amen! We will shout back for the Lord. Amen! Hallelujah! Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. Let your name be exalted. Let your name be lifted. This morning, have your way and let your will be done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen! Please be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Are you blessed to be in church? All right. So once again, Happy New Year. And those who are here for the very first time, I welcome you to worship with us. Keep coming until you make this place your home. Hallelujah. This year has been declared as our year of seed time and harvest. Tell somebody seed time and harvest. harvest. Tell another person "Seed seed time and harvest. Hallelujah. And on the Chalak night, on the 31st night, our father, the prophet, shared powerful message with us about the seed time and the harvest. And he went further to show us seven important seeds that we must know about. How many remember? Okay. You know, the work of, um, if you look and you find a hen, a very uh, big hen with chickens, the work that a hen does for the chicken is breaking down what the chicken should eat. Are you here? The hen can swallow the pebbles and the the seeds and the wheat and all that. But even a hen with that little head, I mean, look at how small the head of a hen is. So I don't know the size of the brain. Do you understand? Because the size of your head determines the size of your brain. Oh, yes. So when you are insulted that your head like that of a chicken, it's not like they, they are trying to say that your brain is small. Yeah, that's why chickens, when even they are coming to be killed, they will be happy. Have you seen that? They will never know until they die. When the farmers are feeding the chicken, they think that the farmers love them. So they will be, and the more you eat, the heavier you become, and you'll be the first to be killed. Yeah, so when the farmer brings the maize or the wheat or the uh, meal, you see that the chicken doesn't know that it should take its time. It will begin to eat very fast, to be heavy enough, to be killed very fast. Hey. 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 But God has given us a head that is bigger than that of a chicken. Amen. But I'm saying that even a hen, the size of the head is not too big. But still, it has enough sense and brain to know that each chicken will not be able to swallow a whole uh, uh, grain. Have you seen a hen using the beak to crack uh, the food, break it smaller for the chickens to eat? How many have seen one before? Most of you, the only chicken you've seen is the frozen one. You've not seen a live one before. You did not live in a village. You are all modern-day boys and girls. Oh, you've not seen a free-range chicken before. Or you saw it in a video. Because modern-day people, all the things you know is either from a video or from something. (laughs) Hallelujah. Are you here? So... I am going to break down. I'm trying to break down what our father has already preached so we'll be able to do it. Because hearing is one thing and doing is another. Are you here? Yeah. You can hear and hear. And if you don't do it, it will not benefit you. It's just like having something that you don't know how to use it. So we have uh, these seven things that our father has shared very powerfully, and last week I began. A man, and I want to continue, and I believe that we'll finish. Amen. And for your information, this week is going to be our last week of the fasting. Oh, I told you put your hands together. Oh, many of you did not do it. Even if you did not do it, put your hands together for the Lord. We have done it for you. Don't worry. The prayer is covering you. Amen. And for your information, on Friday, we are having an apostolic visitation with Apostle Kingsley Jesse. Hallelujah. Yeah, so he's going to come Friday evening, Saturday morning, from 9 in the morning through to the afternoon. All the leaders is going to be with us. And Sunday morning, right here. Hallelujah. Okay, so please... Noted. notice, this very Friday in the evening, 7, we are here. So, come, says 30, so that 7, we have taken off. Amen? Okay. And Saturday is going to start from 9 a.m. Is that okay? And Sunday morning, okay, we are going to be with him, and it will be a blessing. Fantastic. So, seed time and harvest. Amen? Turn your Bibles with me to... Genesis, you know where it is. Genesis chapter 8, verse number 22. Can we read it together? One, go. Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. Okay, let's start. One, go. While the earth remained, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Hallelujah. So it's very important for us to even understand the context. Where from this powerful scripture? Where did God come? This is not Moses speaking. This is God speaking. Hallelujah. After Noah made that powerful sacrifice. After the flood. Now God was touched. The Bible says in verse number 21 that he smelled the the fragrance or the uh, savor of the offering that Noah offered, and he was so pleased with it. Hallelujah. Yeah, and you can see some of these things in the Bible. You notice that Solomon also, when he offered a very powerful offering, God did something to him. He came to him and said, ask what you want. And he said, I need wisdom to be able to rule your people. And God gave him wisdom. And he says that you have chosen the best. And with wisdom, you will have also riches and honor. Hallelujah. In other words, when you do something and God is pleased with you, okay, he always, I mean, also give you something. So the blessings, the offering that uh, Noah offered, The sacrifices that Noah did, the blessing that God gave him is in the verse number 22. Are you there? You see, but perhaps we may want the blessing that God gave Solomon than the one that he gave uh, Noah. When David also decided to build, even for God, God also, he said, what you want to do is very powerful and because of that i'm going to it's like whatever you cannot outgive god tell somebody you can't outgive god you struggling girl like you then you have taken your last uh, money then you are helping god go says you say look at somebody who is trying to help me let me help her right now I mean. then you see that god has helped you before you notice your life has changed before you notice you become who you have never thought to be amen So, believe God and touch his heart. Believe God to offer something. You can offer your life. You can offer your intellect. You can offer your services. You can offer whatever you have to offer in honor to God and in the service of God. Hallelujah. And when God is pleased, the response is always a blessing. A blessing that you cannot contain. Hallelujah. So, what we have not understood... Can I remove my jacket? I'm sure you're already impressed. So okay. I wear it to impress people. So when you are impressed, I can. yeah. My wife is already impressed. So she's the first one I cornered. Wow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, let let me be serious over here. So, you know. You 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 need to understand that after God says He is pleased, He has received this sacrifice, and is so happy. The blessing that God gave Noah is what we are reading. Is the covenant? Is the blessing that says, whilst the earth remains, seed time and harvest. Okay, cold and heat. Summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. You know, so we need to really even understand because you notice that I think the blessings that we see God giving uh, uh, Solomon, giving David, giving all these people, even Abraham, when Abraham sacrificed Isaac, you remember the blessings that God, you no, know, when you sacrifice, when you do something to honor God and God is, gives you something. But I think that, What we have not understood is the blessing that is before us. Because we know the blessings of Abraham. How God said that in blessing, I'll bless you, I'll multiply thee. And in thee, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Hallelujah. And we see the blessings of David. How God covenanted that there will always be a son or your descendant sitting on the throne. It's powerful. We see the blessings of Solomon, how God made him the wisest man. But when we come to the blessing that God gave, when we come to the blessing that God gave Noah, we have not made much of it, either because we don't understand or we have not believed or we don't know what it is. So the blessing is before us. Hallelujah. God gave Noah an important information, important revelation in living on earth that will change everything about him. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. So God just decided to reveal to uh, Noah. He said that, look, whilst you're on earth, only two things are going to happen. Only two things are going to happen. Seed, time, and harvest. And the second one will be seasons. So the two revelation that God gave Noah is that take note that Whilst the earth remains, there's going to be only two things. Seed time and what? Harvest. And the second one will be seasons. This is the only thing. If you can observe it, your your life will be blessed. You will never lack everything. will will work for your good. Hallelujah. So we need to understand this. And our father, the prophet, showed us uh, the seven things we need to know, seven seeds we need to sow. And we notice that because of this revelation, whatever you are doing, whatever you are saying, whatever you are not doing, is even a seed. So the first thing we notice, what was the first uh, uh, seed? Hello? The seed of the flesh. The seed of the flesh. Hallelujah. We read from Galatians. Is that not it? Turn your Bibles there quickly. Chapter 6, verse number 7 and 8. Can we read it together? One, go. Be not what deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. Verse number 8. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap Corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Amen. Amen. So the seed that you sow into the flesh, anything you sow into the flesh, the Lord is telling us in his word that the result will be corruption. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Anything you sow into the flesh, whether you like it or not, the result will be corruption and what are the things that we sow into our flesh Hello what are the things so the things that we sow into our flesh normally goes through our eyes our tongue our feelings so the five senses okay what you hear tell somebody i want to hear the right things, I want to hear the right things. what you see so you need to see the right things okay Yeah, what you taste. You need to taste the right thing. Don't taste drugs. Don't sniff it. What you feel. What you feel, your feeling. Are you there? Yeah, what you feel. So the devil has has really done a good work. The devil has really done, he's not allowed us even to know that when we are listening, we are watching, or we are feeling, we are sowing seeds that will corrupt our whole body and bring a harvest of corruption to destroy us. That is why, I mean, he's called the, the, the God of this world, the spirit of the power of the air. He corrupts the atmosphere with sensual music, with things that will corrupt you because his aim is for us to harvest corruption. Are you here? It's very important. It's very important for us to know this. Hallelujah. You know, many people let me do a, a small teaching here. As we go, many people don't understand even the whole thing about Christianity. The essence of you being born again and being able to connect back to God is not a one-day attempt. You know, when you got born again, the day you got, if any man be in Christ, is a new what? Creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. When you got born again, it is your spirit that got born again. Hello. It is your spirit that. Born. How many understand this? But your soul and your body they did not get born again, because in Genesis chapter three, verse number is it three and four? Okay, let's start. Genesis chapter 3, you begin to see that God said to Adam, the day you shall eat of this fruit, you will surely die. And that Adam ate the fruits. Yeah, but before even Adam ate the fruits, what happened before Adam and Eve ate the fruits? The devil began to talk to them. He spoke to them. He changed their mentality. He changed their mind. He sowed seeds. The seed of the serpent, he sows seeds. So when you are listening to somebody, don't think that you are just hearing, you are sowing seeds. The song you are listening to. So Adam and Eve got corrupted, they would never have disobeyed a God. It was because, look, he corrupted them through the word he was speaking. Now the serpent, Genesis chapter 3 verse number 1, are you there? Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Who is talking to you? He said to the woman, Yea, has the God said? And he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said, Uh, Unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Another day for that. And the serpent (laughs) said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. Do you understand? So you can see that already the devil was corrupting. Be honest, what you hear, what is the effect of what you hear on you? What is the effect on what you, you read? What is the effect of your conversation with your friends? That is the big problem that we need to be saved from. So yes, when you got born again, your spirit was you saved. But your soul and your body is not saved. It's a gradual process. That is why the Bible says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hallelujah. So the seed that the devil sowed into us brought this corruption, brought the death, and all that we have suffered for it. Are you there? So receiving Jesus Christ, receiving Jesus Christ, that also restores, brings salvation of the spirit. But it does not bring salvation of the soul and the body. You also need to continue to hear God. Because the devil has spoken enough. So already the spirit gets restored. How many are sometimes, uh, uh, you are amazed at your own thoughts? That, ah, I'm born again and speaking, tongues. Where from these thoughts? Have you been there that you are worried that no, no, no. What I'm thinking about is not nice. Have you been there that you have been worried about your own behavior? Have you been there that you don't understand why this body is behaving like this? Even sometimes in church. You see, so you need to understand that your body is not saved. Your soul is not saved. But your spirit is the one saved. Hallelujah. In, in, so you need to understand this. and if we don't do anything about the salvation of our soul and the salvation of the body, I'm telling you, you can allow the enemy to get you back into a place that you can even lose your salvation. So this is what many people don't know. They say I'm born again, Yes, you are born again, but your soul is not saved, but your body is not saved. What is your soul? Your soul is made up of your emotions. It's made up of your will. Your soul is not made up of your intellect, your feeling. Hallelujah. So the, the constituent of the soul is your emotion. Your what? Your intellect, your mentality, yeah. And your will. This is so look, the devil affected. The Bible said that when he saw the fruit, the devil turned the eye. He, he, he caused her to see something. He saw that, wow, it is pleasant. Do you understand? She began to feel like, wow, it's a fruit that can be desired to make one wise. And she had to decide. He, he had, she had to use her will to now use. So her emotion, her soul was perfected. That is why we need to sow good seed also to try and recover. They would never have chosen the fruit, but it is because the will of man was exerted upon. Now they decided to do something that God will not have them to do. The emotion, they saw that, wow, it will feel good. Mm -hmm. It feels good to have these fruits. Do do you understand? Mm -hmm. So this is where the corruption is. The mind, the mind, the soul, your will. That's why Jesus came to teach us we should pray for the will of God. Because of what the devil did, we are not willing to choose what God wants us to choose. And how did it come? How did we come to a place that we want to choose what God doesn't want us to choose? Because we heard from Satan. You see, he spoke to, and, 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 and Eve said, he said, the devil beguiled me deceived me. The devil spoke to me until my will was to do what God said I shouldn't do. Until I felt like, no, it will be good. Until I saw something. So this is the corruption that is in the soul. So even when we get born again, we are not changed from the things of our soul. Can I hear your loudest Amen. And many Christians even don't know. Good Christians, mature Christians don't know. And they are born again and they are not doing any work in the area of the soul and in the area of the body. Are you there? Yeah. So when the Bible says that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All the old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Who is he talking about? He's talking about your spirit. When you are born again, your mind doesn't change. When you are born again, your feeling doesn't change overnight. When you are born again, your world doesn't change. That's why we have born again Christians, but are still doing wrong things. We need to be transformed by the renewing of the mind. We have heard from the devil. He spoke and spoke and corrupted us. And you have gotten born again, but you are not hearing from God. You are not hearing from preaching. You are not reading the Bible. You are not reading things that will also change and reprogram your mind. The transformation must come through the things you read. Can I hear a lot of this? Amen. And until that happens, we, 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 we cannot be sure when you fall off because the corruption is there. Are you there? So you read from James chapter... One. Look at James chapter one, verse number twenty-one. Look at James chapter one, verse twenty-one. It said, "James chapter one, when you read it, verse number twenty-one, wherefore lay apart all what filthiness and superfluity of what of nothingness and receive with meekness the engrafted word." Which is able to save your soul. Which is able to save your soul. Yeah. So the soul is not saved. And this letter was written to Christians. James wrote to the believers. And he said, Look, now that you are born again, put away the filthiness and the superfluity of naughtiness and receive with what? Meekness the engrafted. What is the meaning of engrafted? The growing word. Something that can take roots. The engrafted word. Word of God. Which is able to save your souls. So that is to say that our souls are not saved. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse number 21. We'll come back here. Look at 1 Peter chapter 1 verse uh, 21. Quickly. I'm trying the Bible says, you know, when you read Peter, it's so nice. It's so nice. I don't even know what. I don't have time. I would have read it. The Bible says, by whom, uh, who by him do believe in God, that raised him up from the dead and gave him, what? Glory. That your faith. Your, your, go to the 22. That your, uh, and your faith. Okay. No, let me finish, then you, you continue. Okay, that your faith and hope might be in God. Verse number 22. Seeing ye have what, purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unthink love for the brethren. So you purify your soul when you obey the truth. Hello? You, the only time you purify your soul, it means that our souls, even when we got born again, is still impure. It's corrupted because of what we have heard, what we have read, what we have listened to, where we have gone to and the things we have done. So our mind is corrupted. Our emotions are not the right ones. Our will is not in the right. Our feelings, our intellect, we use our wisdom to do diamond, uh, uh, dynamites, uh, uh, what do you call it? guns and bombs and things that to destroy. This is where our intellect has become to. We are doing things. we make poison. different if that's where our, our, we are corrupted. but the Bible says that seeing ye have what purified your souls in obeying the truth. So the only time your soul gets a a benefit, you begin to uh, be better, is when you begin to obey the truth. Okay? Through the Spirit unto uninfined faith, or love for the brethren, seeing that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. Titus 115. I'm trying. Titus 115. The Bible says, Unto the pure, all things are what? Pure. Unto the pure, all things are pure. But unto them that are what? Defiled. And unbelieving is nothing pure. Even their minds and conscience is defiled. That is why a goat can mate with another goat here. Two chickens can mate. They are pure. They are not defiled. You will be there. You can see monkey you are watching. They don't have any, any shame about mating. Yeah. Because they are pure. They did not talk to Satan. Satan did not talk to them. Their mind has not been worked on. So they are still pure. Have you have you wondered why a goat will see you? Other goats are there and they are mating. They are enjoying them. Watch us. Watch us. This is what God has created. I've not spoken to the devil. But some of you, even when you marry, still, the window must be shut. The door must be closed. The light must be off. There should be airtight. There shouldn't be air. You need black light. You, you can see that the corruption. See that we are corrupted. But all this corruption was not there. Even they they did not know, they they did not know that they were naked. Adam and Eve did not know that they were naked. Monkeys don't know they are naked. They don't know, that's how they were created. I'm saying that the corruption that has come, even now you need a wig to cover yourself. You need it. I mean, all this is the corruption. You need something clay to polish your face. You see, this is what I'm saying. The corruption that has come through the seeds, the seed that we have sown into us. You can't believe it. If only you can believe it. So, if you can do a good work by reading your the word. Purifying. Ye have purified the soul by obeying the truth. But you see Christians who don't even have a Bible. You see Christian, he's been a Christian but has not read anything. He cannot renew. He cannot renew the mind. Therefore, there's no transformation. That's what I'm talking about. Where the seed are being sown. So we can talk and talk and talk. We can do everything. Unless... Unless we sow, unless, look, if you don't believe in this, eh, you will be surprised. You will be surprised that, hey, you could have become better. You could have been used by God. You could have become renowned. You could have become great, but you didn't. You didn't. That's why it's a sin. You have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit. Go to the James chapter Uh, 1 verse 21 again and see what the Bible says. Wherefore lay apart, what all filthiness and what? Superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to, what save your souls. Then go to verse number 22. Then you will see. Be not be ye Ye, yeah, by be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own. So he says that, he says that, put, lay apart, all what, filthiness, and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word of God, which is able to what? Save your soul. And he shows you how you will do it. He said, don't be hearers only. Don't hear the word of God only. The word of God hearing it doesn't only, I mean, change the soul. But be you doers. Be you doers of the word of God. But here we are, you don't even have the word of God. Here you are, you don't read the word of God. You don't listen to the word of God. How can you, how can you become doers of the word? That is why when God was advising uh, Joshua, he told him that this book of the law should not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein. What, day and night, meditation, think about it. Think about what is on your mind. What is, you are a student, but when you are home, you, what is on your mind is your friends. What is on your mind is something that is not important. What is on your mind is something frivolous and something that will destroy your life. That is what is getting into your spirit. And there's a dividing ascender. There's a dividing ascender between the body, soul, and the spirit. What is in your mind? When you meditate on it, it will drip and cross the border into the spirit. Hallelujah. Yeah. So when the body is not saved, you also, there's something you need to do. Yeah, there's something. We are tripartite being. We are spirits. We have souls. And we are in this container. When we got born again, the seeds we are supposed to sow, I'm telling you, you cannot sow it. We can preach about it. It will not work. Until you get this fact, until you begin to know that, you know what? I need to help myself by getting my soul saved. Yes. Uh, Pastor, I thought, can I get, be born again twice? No, it's once. Your spirit is saved, but your soul is not saved. So you get born again, or you will renew your mind. Or like the Bible says, like the Bible says in uh, uh, James, that to the saving of your souls, ask the person certain by you, is your soul saved? Ask the person, is your soul saved? Yeah. Yeah. You see, the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. So it is only the word of God. My brother, my sister, if the word of God is not in your heart, if you don't read it, you don't, your soul will not, be, you will not be a nice person. Yeah, you cannot, you cannot change. You try and see, you cannot change without the word of God. It is the Word of God, the engrafted Word of God, which is able to save our souls. You want to change your mind? You cannot. You need the Word of God. You you need to change your character, your behavior, your conduct? You need the Word of God. Without the Word of God, you cannot. In Isaiah chapter 26, verse number 3, look at what the Bible says. Am I talking to anybody? Thou will keep him in what? Perfect peace. May the Lord keep you in perfect peace. I said, may the Lord keep you in perfect peace. Who are those that the Lord will keep in perfect peace? Do you want to see those? Yeah. Thou will keep him in perfect peace. So he said that God is going to keep some people in perfect peace. Who are those?
0: Whose
1: mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. Hallelujah. Yes. You don't have peace because your mind is not on God. So the word of God in you, meditating, thinking, reasoning, reflecting, pondering about the word of God brings you a peace of mind. What is it? If you see somebody who is worried, is is worried, or she is worried because he's thinking about something else. I, that will keep him in perfect peace. May you have a perfect peace. Amen. You sow the word of God into your... I'm, talking, I'm still talking about sowing into your spirit. I'm on the number one. Sow it into your spirit. Sow the word of God into your spirit. Renew your mind. Be ye transformed by the renewing. Hallelujah. Fasten. Pray. Reading. Practice the word of God. Do. Do. Be ye. Don't be just hearers. Be ye doers of the word. And no hearers, only deceiving yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Yes. Yeah. So you need to find out. You need to find out what are the things that you, you are putting in your mind. Your hard, hard disk or your uh, computer, a hard drive. What have you stored on? Some of them is full of virus. Trojan horse. Other things have seized it. It cannot even operate. It cannot operate. But renew it. Get antivirus. The word of God is antivirus. Some of you, nobody can, I mean, see you in the evening, then wave bye bye, then say, I love you. You can't sleep. If you hear, I love you. Hey, hey. did he say, You love me? Hey, what, 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 what does it mean? Hey. Because the mind is corrupted. Oh, I love you, you have heard, meant something. So even in church, when a brother is talking to he has to say, I love you with the love of God. Yes. If not, there will be a problem. Somebody cannot be nice to you when he smiles and says, oh, hello, how are you? Then already, you are hearing wedding bells. The way... Hey. The brother... Just smiled and so, Hello, how are you already? Say, Wow. He said, Hello. <laughs> hey. My, my, my. He said, Hello. No, 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 no. Renew your mind. Hey. I said, Be renewed. Yes. Unless you renew your mind. If you don't get transformation through the renewing of mind. So, this is where the devil has fought us and is fighting us. His movies are all over. Look at the songs. You don't need to buy a song. Now, ladies are used for advert. Naked women. It's to corrupt. To corrupt the mind. The devil is doing a good work. Television. A song. Before the song comes, advert comes. And the advert is a naked woman. You you don't even know. They are advertising. I mean... Uh, how many uh, remember Yokohama ties? Yokohama. Yeah. was When they are advertising Yokohama ties, then a lady comes. I said, what has? A lady comes and showed the bottles and almost naked. I said, what has tie got to do with this? Oh, it's like uh, tie and the car tie. Or I, I, I was not getting the connection. But you see, What you don't know, what you don't know is that the devil knows how to corrupt us. What you see, what you hear, what you feel. That's why you can be hearing a song. Then your mood begins to change. Yeah. Yeah. You say you don't have money to come to church, but you can buy a time. You talk to this brother. You like, you like, you like, you like hearing his voice. You know all he's saying is not true, but I said that you just tell me. I know it's not true. but I will be, I will be calling you. We will be, we will be calling it. Uh huh. You see, you already are singing. You love it. You don't have money to come to church. You don't have money for offering. You don't buy. You have money for a time. And you know, you know, the uh, night special. Night or, or something. Something. You can be on the phone. Uh, your phone was fully charged. At a point, your your, your ears will be hot. You, your ears is burning hot. When you When you check, it's low battery, before you notice, hello, then you tell your phone, the 100% has become zero. The devil knows the soul will be perverted when you keep hearing the wrong things. What are you hearing? What are you hearing? You need to be careful. Some of us, in the name of prosperity, we allow our children to watch everything. We allow them, in ten, because of prosperity, you have one television in your hall and one in their room. or oh, really? With Wi-Fi, free Wi-Fi for them to watch. You, you will be surprised, the corruption that is entering. May I tell them, if the movie we cannot watch is a family movie, then it's not a good movie. Well, we, the thing is in the hall. I have a big screen in the hall. We should all watch it as a family movie. And the PG must be for the last one. Yeah, yeah it should be. We are always using that the last one. Oh? Huh? Yeah. yeah, so sometimes they get that. They say, so uh, this one cannot wait. They say, we need one that all of us can watch. <laughs> we need one that all of us can watch. What do you think? Yeah, if you're a father, you're a mother. I can give you movies that you can watch. Nice one. You don't know what they are watching, and they are polluting their souls. I'm telling you. And there is nothing they read that will not have effect. They are reading books when they have opportunity. You see that they are practicing what they have read. They are watching things when they have opportunity. You. That's what the devil is doing. One day, a pastor said that. Uh, uh, the the uh, girl the daughter came home and said that uh, mommy what is sex so she called the husband and said your 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 daughter is asking what is sex then so well, you tell her <laughs> <laughs> then the mother said oh sex means male or female do you understand he said sex boy yeah so, so, mommy, you don't know. Ezekiel has already told me. Yeah. There was a boy in the school called e- e- Ezekiel. Ezekiel has told me, so if you don't know, I, I want to show you. So, he was now educating the parent that sex is not male or female. Ezekiel has already told me. Who are your children talking to? You pay a, a huge amount and you take your children to a high school for them to be polluted and to be destroyed. When you are coming to church, you don't bring your children. Look at you. And when you wake up one day and you have a beast in the house, have a beast in there. Now, most of the schools, most of the schools are corrupted. We must rise up. You must be a good Christian, I'm telling you. You need to believe in sowing and and reaping. You need to believe in in seed time. What are the children sowing into their lives? All these little, little children who could have become proper professionals, gotten married properly, got, got pregnant at the age of 16 and the age of 17. Who, what, what, what led them? What led them into this life that at the age of 18 they are sexually active? What were they watching? And who are you thinking about? Think about yourself. When did you become exposed? When did, you, when did you become exposed? Think about yourself. And it's like fashion. A lady, you are showing your breast. You are almost naked. And there's no shame. And the, the devil is sowing. And you know, you know, the dress you wear is a seed you are sowing. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: An unreasonable, wicked, unfaithful man will have you, impregnate you, and you'll be a single mother. Because that's what you have sown into yourself. Yeah. You cannot even wait. For a decent man to propose to you. Because the cease that you have, so you are corrupted to the extent that now a lady, when you see a guy moving, it's like you can't control yourself. And often you see lady, Pastor, I'm in love with this. I'm in love. Like, I say, hey, hey, hey. You can be in love. You can be in love. If they are not in love with you, it's no. So the men, even though, don't have to do any anyway, work, because already the ladies are cheap. They are corrupted, they saying that they cannot wait to give themselves, and who will buy what is free? Who will buy what is free? What we need to pay Lobola for? We need to if it's free, who don't like free things? Oh pastor he say uh, he, he will marry me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are you here or you've gone home? Yeah. I know you don't like this message. But I can tell you, I can tell you, I can tell you we need to change. If we don't change, you will be surprised. Under your nose, you you will be feeding, a a, a, what do you call it? A lion's cub, and you say there's a kitten. You are growing a lion. A tiger is coming out of your home. If it is the school you need to take the person from, take the uh, person from the school, I, I tell you. If you need to take the iPad or the phone, take it. Let them buy books that they can read. If they, they will go to the next. Anything you will do to save their life. When, when did you see all these things? Yeah, I'm now resolved more than ever. I'm telling you. Including, you can't, we can't, will take you to a school that you wouldn't even come closer to a phone or... Uh, yeah, everything is, is manual. Book, hardcover. Yeah, because when we give you something, it is going to lead you astray. You don't have the self-control. You cannot see that you are sowing something that will destroy your life. And I'm saying that you use yourself. Come and tell me when you got exposed. At what age? At what age did you become Exposed? Was it not because of what you are exposed to? What you have fed yourself, the voice you heard from your friends. You may think that it's a silent voice. There is no neutral voice. Every voice you hear is a seed that has been is waiting for the right opportunity. Yeah. It's waiting for that. Even the, the choice of friends is very important. Many, many women or known as follow. It's like, oh, it's my friend. Before you notice, you are corrupted to the extent that you can't even know where, how you got where you are. Yeah. This year, we are going to sow good seeds. Yeah. I was talking about the 1B, uh, sowing into your spirit. So be ye transformed. I have given, I have given uh, 20 books from the Bible that doing this fasting, we should read. The first set of books was Uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John and Acts and the second set uh, there's the first set, there's five in the New Testament and five books from the Old Testament the Old Testament is what Genesis first and second, Samuel and first and second, and many of you you are are not, you can be on, on, you can read other books, bigger but when you take the Bible you cannot finish it I said, take it. Take it and also read it like how you read the books. They are nice stories. They are nice things there that you can use to renew your mind. When you need to think, think the word of God. When you need to process, don't process what your friends have said. There should be a word of God that is helping you think and guide your life. Can I hear a loudest I amen. say amen. Even if you don't say amen, I'm preaching. Amen. Are you here? Yeah, and there's a second set of also Ephesians, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, James, and 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. Read it! Read it! Read it like a storybook from English Bible, not from King James or any Bible that you want. You just read it. You will begin to see, you will understand it. God will begin to speak to you. You will reprogram your mind. You will begin to know that now there is something that you need to do. Hallelujah. Yeah, then after that, you go to the uh, Old Testament again. You have Esther, Ezra, Daniel, Jonah, and Proverbs. I ask for Proverbs. You will become wise. You will begin to, I'm telling you. When you start reading Proverbs, you will know what will bring you a problem and what will make you a wise person. These things are available. You don't want it. You are reading something funny. You are having nightmares and you are calling me to pray for you. One of the characters you are reading in, in, in the storybook will manifest. One of these, that you see that the ghost or whatever is in your dream. Yeah. Just as when you read the Bible and you see, one day you see what you read, you see Abraham. You have a supernatural revelation and you begin to see what you were reading about. Yeah. So, oh, this is what I saw. Hey, I read it. You, you can't even understand. But now, how's it is? You have not read anything. Even when they gave you revelation, you wouldn't understand what it is. Number two. Number two is the seed of what? Money. Is that not it? Seed of money. Can I tell you something? Yes. This is what I began by saying. God gave. Listen carefully. Money was not created by God per se. Satan, through the worldly system, has created money. Do you understand? And Satan tells us that in order for you to have money, you need to what? Save. You need to what? Invest. You need to hoard. You need to uh, do business. You need to do everything with the money. You get it? Yeah. And it is in the, you see, Satan is taking you out of the principles of God. Can I tell you something? He's trying to take you gradually out of the principles of God. So when you see money, you know that to have more of the money, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to hold on to it. But God had already told Noah that there's only two things. There's only two things that is going to operate in this world. Seed and the harvest, and the rest are season. So if whatever you are dealing with is not a season, then convert it into seed. So until... Am I I talking to you? God had already told us that whilst this earth remained... It is only seed time and harvest and seasons that is going to continue. That is why you may have run. When you cross the border, you cannot use it, even on earth. Because money, money, even you may have dollars, it may not work. You may have gold, it may not work. It may not be taken. You may have uh, uh, what do you call, a bank card, it may not be taken from. Over here, it's only seed that works. Over here on earth, it's only seed. So, the devil has made the worldly system based on money. And for God to help you, you need to convert whatever it is into God's currency. And God says that in, on earth, the only thing that I have recognition is seed, is seed and is harvest. So, convert that money, convert that whatever you have, convert it into a seed. When you pray, the prayer must be you are sowing a seed. Do you understand? And you must know it in that way in order to have a harvest. If you don't know it, it will not work. When you see money as money, you have to operate by the rules that devil uh, uh, manufacture money with. But if you are going to see money as a seed, if you are going to operate God's currency, go by God's rule, that it only seed time and harvest, that will not seed. Then, because in the olden days, those who had to pay tithe, they had to bring the, 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 the fruits. Is that not it? They have to bring the fruit. They have to bring the, uh, 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 the livestock, everything. These were the seeds. These were the seeds that they would come and sow. But now, you are not paid with livestock and uh, you are paid with money and all that. And this God said in the beginning, in the beginning, uh, Genesis chapter 1, when you read further, I, I think from 29, going, he talks about a father. He said, I have created a tree in, in it, it's fruit-bearing seed in it. And the thing that differentiates living and non-living things is the ability to have a seed. Whatever does not have the ability to have to a seed is non-living. Whatever has the ability to have a seed. Seed is what causes a harvest, growth, replenishment to continue. Hallelujah. Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, when you get closer to the Holy Spirit, he will tell you so many things. Recently, I was reading my Bible and I noticed that he said to Eve, Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. I said, why that strange instruction? The Holy Spirit will give you revelations that will be fruitful, multiply and replenish. Wow. Can you see it? Subdue it and have dominion over it different, different, different things. But, when you look into it, you see that God wants you to be fruitful, wants you to multiply, but he does this through the seed. He uses the seed. He needs your seed to multiply to increase it. So, whatever God has given you, if you want it to multiply, want it to increase, convert it into a seed. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Yeah. So, Convert the money into a seed. That's number two. The seed of money. It's the seed of money. The money that you have held on to has become valueless. Has become nothing. You have not sown seeds. Every year we have one opportunity to do Galatians 6. Honor your prophet. Which is always in October. Is it? Yeah, find When was the last time you, you honored your prophet, the founder, the one who through him, we are here? Seed of money. Then seed of what? Tithe. Tithe has been there from the beginning. He told Adam and Eve. Look, you can eat all, but this tree is my tithe. Don't touch it. When you touch it, there will be a problem. And still, so people are touching God's tight. You ask Adam, and even when they touch the touch. what happened to them? And still, so people are wearing their tights. As you are looking nice, ask the person sitting by, are you wearing your tight? Or you have drank your tight? What your nine say, your tight is on your hair. Hey! I'm trying. Hey guys, I think our time is up. Come again. Uh. <laughs> it's our church, you see. Yeah. Seed of money. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse number ten. Quickly, I think we should wrap up. The seed of money. Okay, now he that ministry seed to the sower, both minister bread for, the, for your food, and multiply your seed sown, and increase the fruit of your righteousness. Hallelujah. Unless you use money as a seed, forget it. And he says over here that the 10,000 that is giving you, the 10,000 can buy something, but the 10,000 can also be a seed. <laughs> yeah now it's not going to be maize that you say that oh if it is maize or oh, it is no. now it's money so you need to convert part of what you have into a seed if you can't have it so you see that's why that's why Christians become poor because they break the rule of God God says that A seed time and harvest. But you have not sown any seed. Your money has never become a seed. So what harvest are you going to expect? What harvest are you going to expect? God blesses and guarantees a harvest. He guarantees a harvest, but you have not sown any seed. So what are you going to? And be very careful about pastors who are operating by worldly principles. That is not based on the word of God. Be very careful. To be seed of tithes and see seed of appreciation. Yeah. Who have you appreciated? So, whatever you are doing, see it as a seed. Are you there? Yeah. So you can take money. Imali, hmm? you can take it. And you said, I'm going to sow a seed into the house of God. It's not my tithe. It's not my offering, but I, I just want to sow this seed so that I can have a harvest. That is one. And you can also take the tenth of your income and say, This is my tithe. God says that when I give the tithe, He will open the window, the windows of heaven, and bless me that there shall not be room enough to contain it. So if you are walking, you don't have a car, pay your tithe and kneel down and say, The Lord, all my blessings fit into my room it is time for you to give me a blessing that does not go into my room. Because your word says, you open the windows of heaven and bless me that there shall not be room enough. Hallelujah. Then you can take same money. You say, look, I just want to appreciate you. Yeah. You can appreciate even your boss. You can appreciate your supervisor. You can also appreciate even your friend. Can I yeah, can I appreciate? So I just want to appreciate you with this. Yeah. Can I appreciate your school teacher? You you have not appreciated anyone, so you have no sound seeds of appreciation. So how will somebody appreciate you? That's what you you would do. You will dress well. Nobody will say, Wow, you are looking good. Because you have no son that seed. You have not even appreciated how nice people are. You think that you are the only person who should be nice. When you see somebody nice, oh, this one. When I dress nicely, I'll be nicer than. Hey, please, just stop and appreciate somebody. Oh, seeds of appreciation with money. Hallelujah. Number three, seeds of righteousness and the seeds of lies. Hosea chapter 10. I'm just going over. You can listen to the original message. But the seed of righteousness when you sow, when you do the right things. Are you there? When you sow the seeds of righteousness, the seeds of right. You you harvest mercies of God. You have you harvest the favor of God. Do you understand? Righteous living. Oh, you harvest favor. You will always be chosen. You will always be preferred. You will always be selected. Seed of righteousness. Yeah. You think? don't think that God is a left-handed. He sees us. He sees us, whatever we are doing. Go to Revelation and see. All the churches say, I know thy works. I know thy works. You can trick me, but you can't trick God. Sharon, are you there? Yeah. I want you to look at me. Aha. Uh-huh. You are looking here. Seat of righteousness. When you keep yourself, you may think that, oh, your friends are getting alive. They are moving out with boyfriend, with this and this. Yeah, you'll be there when you see the obituary. So soon, when you see so soon, what a shock. Uh, Then you notice that, look, righteousness prolongs life. When you see them crying and they are having trailers, three children. Without any particular father. Then you notice that the, the seeds of righteousness have kept you. What are you doing? You look like foolish or you are not modern. Every girl is doing this. Why won't I also do it? No. You watch and see. You watch. God will let something come out of you. you be surprised. Hallelujah. Mary kept herself. And when the angel came, he said, you have found favor. Seeds of righteousness will let you find favor, will cause you to be selected, will cause you to reap mercy. Something you don't qualify, they said, No. I'm telling you. Yeah. So let the past be past. Amen? Amen? Yeah. Now that you are born again, no more unrighteous seeds. No more lying. No more smoking, drinking, different things. You are breaking. You sow alcohol into your body, your liver will be harvested. You are smoking before you notice you are crazy. Yeah, the smoke, the harvest is, you, 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 you become a crazy man. You see that you are there. Nobody is talking to you. Away from all these things, you think that you are high. You are high. You are high in the sky you notice, you are brought low. It will be better for you to be high on the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah! Don't be drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be ye drunk, be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Can I continue? The harvest of lies. When you sow lies, you reap iniquities.
0: When you lie,
1: when you lie, I'm telling you, it leads you into a sinful place. You, it's like, I'm telling you, and lie, the harvest of lie is demotion. When you are found out that you are lying, you drop, you calm down. The ha- harvest of lie, when you are harvesting lies. So, maybe you have lied and you may have to go and tell the in the old. Oh, uh, you know what? I want to come and apologize. I said one or two. If they found out later, notice that your place is no longer needed. A door that has been opened will be closed. Favor that you have had, you will be. So the harvest time of lies is not something you want. Hallelujah. Are you there? Number what? number four the seed of serving the Lord wow when you serve the Lord you become a friend of God you become God's servant and the Bible says he will make a difference hallelujah serving God as people are serving the banks the banks need you at the age of 22 23 when you are energetic to use you when you are weak your hand is shaking so we don't have need of you the same thing God needs you at a young age At the age of 16, 15, 13, begin to serve God and see the different God will make in your life. Jesus at the age of 12 was serving God. Samuel at the age of 13 was serving God. As for Jeremiah, he was not even born when he was being commissioned. (laughs) As for Jeremiah, he was not even born yet and his work was waiting for him. Rise up and save God. Hallelujah. Save God in your body. May somebody look at your life and say, I also want to be like this sister. I also want to be like this brother. Now, in our time, it's not only ladies who are strange. I think that ladies have breasts. So, when they, I mean, they have the shirts, the bathroom is up to it, but the bathroom only two. And they are now they don't wear any bra. And the breast is standing, they have anointed with cooking oil. But guys have also learned it. You see, guys now, they have also opened the shed and the hair is showing. We, men and women, we have all become strange. We have all become strange. But save God in your body, in your thoughts, in everything you do, and you will harvest something wonderful. Seed of tongues. What I, is it? Tongues is trying to let somebody feel a pain. Being a painful experience. Being a bad experience. You, you tell yourself that you have met me. I will let you see that you have met your meter. <laughs> the right word is you've met your match. But uh, you've met your meter. It's like you have met me. Yeah. <laughs> you've met your match. But God is going to do something wonderful. Hallelujah. When you become a pain, one day, one guy, he said he was so troublesome. Troublesome, was fighting, and he went to a, a tavern. Went to a tavern, and somebody said something, and he thought that today he will, he will, he will destroy the life of the person. So he took a bottle. Crack it, began to fight with the guy, but not knowing that the guy was wilder than him. Guy also took a bottle, cracked it on his head, began to. One day you meet somebody who is more tony than you. you, you can't even believe it. Yeah, you meet your meter. At the end of the day, he was the one unconscious and dying. An ambulance came to take him, and as they were going, that he said he came out of his body and he was descending to hell. And he saw his big brother. Uh, Billy, and different people that he knew, they were all white guys drinking, and said, Billy, and they said they were drunk, and they were driving, and they went into a river, and because they were drunk, they did not come out, so they died in the car. As he was going down, he saw flames of fire. Who did he see? His big brother, Billy, and they were burning their flames. Hey, Billy, what are you doing here? They were screaming, don't come, don't come. Hey, don't come here. Don't come. We are struggling here. We are, they, they were in hell, burning in the hellfire. So, what brought you here? He said, You remember that, that day we had the accident in the car? They, they were dead, but they remember when they died. The night that they were drunk, and they said, When we were in the car accident, that we drank. That, that same day when we died, we came here. From that day, we've been burning up to now. Don't come, don't come. They said, The paramedic. Who was by him in the ambulance was a Christian, was praying in tongues and to the Lord, he was calling on on God, on him. So he came briefly to his body, then went again. Then don't come. They were were trying to say, Don't come here. (sighs) There's a place you wouldn't want to go. When you sow seeds of tongues, before you notice, a big tongue has taken you to where you are not ready. The next one is the seed of the word. What else can I say? The seed of the word. When you sow the word. We saw it in Isaiah 26.3. He will will keep you in what? Perfect peace. He that whose mind stay on thee. Hallelujah. Sow the word of God into your life and see how perfect your life will become. How Peaceful your life will become, and the last one but not the least is the seed of, soul winning and church planting. Hallelujah, seed of soul winning and church planting. Soul seeds, win souls, win souls, and when the souls become a lot, it will be your branch, your center, plant a church, and see how God will use. When I got born again. Many of my family members were not even born again. But as I have gone about talking to people's aunties, people's mothers, people's sons and daughters, God has also done the same for me. Hallelujah. Yeah, Yeah, God has also done the same for me. My mother, an old woman, she will be praying. I tell her, be praying in tongues. It's wonderful. I never knew that an old woman one day. What are you doing? You want your mother to be saved. You want your aunties, your uncle, your parents to be in heaven. But other people's families also depend on you. Sow a seed of soul winning. Take care of other people's children. Take care of other people's friends. Other people's husbands and wives. Treat them. Be kind to them. Let them become your souls. Take care of them and see how God will also do it for you. The golden rule. Do unto others what you will have them to do unto you. As you go about harvesting or sowing precious seeds, God is going to cause you to have a great harvest. May the Lord bless you. May he lift his countenance upon you. May he show you his countenance and cause you to have seeds in all these southern areas in the name of Jesus. May you no sow seeds into your flesh any longer. May your seeds be in your spirit. May you sow the seed of money as in tithe, appreciation, and in money seeds. May you, oh God, sow seeds of righteousness. May every seed of lies that you have sown uh, be forgiven in the name of Jesus. May you sow the seed of serving God. Save God in your body, save God in winning, so save God in prayer, in visitation, in, in being kind to even people in church in the name of Jesus i pray that you not become a seed of tongues but you become oh yes somebody who sows the seed of the word of god and the seed of soul winning and the seed of church planting in jesus mighty name amen stand to your feet father we thank you we bless you we give you all the glory in jesus mighty name before we go you are here pastor i came to church I want to give my life to Jesus. I don't want to go to hell. I want this precious Jesus to be my Savior, my Lord. Oh, yes, and my Master. Close your eyes with me. If this is what you are saying, lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. Let this word that you have heard be a seed that will bring salvation. God bless you. Lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. Stand wherever you are, only your right hand. Lift it high above your head. Lift it above your head. Father, in the name of Jesus, behold every hand that is lifted and let salvation be our portion in the name of Jesus. Now, my sister, my brother, if you lifted your hand, I want you to move and come to me. Move and come. Yes, 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 yes. Come, come from the back, from everywhere. My brother, you lifted your hand. Come, come. You lifted your hand from everywhere. Come, come. God bless you, my sister. Stand right here. Your life will never be the same. God bless you. Come to the front. My brother, come. My brother. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. God bless you. 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 Come this way. God bless you. I'm waiting for you. This seat should not fall. Come, my brother. You are coming. Come. You are coming. Come. Come. You lifted your hand. Come.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. My brother, there. God bless you. I'm waiting for you. You are not sure. Pastor, I'm not sure. Will I go to heaven or will I go to hell? You can be sure. You can be sure this afternoon. Move and come to me. Jesus will save your life. He will wash you and cleanse you with His blood. Come, my sister. Come, I see two people who need to be here. I know two people who need to be here. I don't know who you are. Don't argue with God. He brought you here to save you. He brought you here to deliver you. He brought you here to give you opportunity to be in heaven when this life is over. This is the time appointed for your salvation. This is the time appointed. Don't say, I will do it another time. No, this is the time for it. Move and come. Move and come. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. Two more people. There are two more people I need to see in front here. Mahayatasa. Ronde Limahande. baya Bande. Everybody lift your hand towards these people. Intercede for them. That they walk with God from now until the very end that when all is said and done, they will be in heaven. Pray for them. Pray for them. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. More Kayanda. It's okay. Let them, let them. Yeah. It's okay. Lift your hands. If you're in front here, lift your hand to Jesus. Lift it. Lift it. He's coming upon you. He will grant you salvation, your life. Everybody in the congregation, stretch your hands towards them. Salvation will be their portion Every form of sickness, disease will be healed right now. Right now. They wouldn't even know how it, it ended. They wouldn't know. Every work of the enemy concerned their life ends now. It ends now. It ends now. It ends now. In the name of Jesus, Mahata, Baluba, Hata, Limo Huta, Role Mosoteta, Tele Mosoteta, Riande, Limo, Tumo, Chica, Site, Limo, Huta, Site, Limo Huta, ya Yamoso, tiale Mota, Bande, Limo Huta. Yes, Lord. We thank you. We bless you. We give you glory for the life of your children, Lord. Oh, yes, we welcome them into your kingdom. Welcome them home, Lord. Let your your grace, let your love, let your grace, let your love come upon them. Oh, renew their lives, Lord. Let them walk with you. Let them know you, Lord. Oh, yes, let the grace of God that brings salvation be their portion. We pray with them. We pray for them, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless you. In the name of Jesus. Those of us in front here say this with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Jesus. The church can join. "Lord Lord Jesus. This afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. From now, I believe in you. Jesus, you are the son of God. You died for me, and you rose again. Lord Jesus, I accept you as the Lord, the Savior, and the Master over my life. Please wash me and cleanse me with your blood. And please write my name in your book of life. From today, I belong to you. From today, I am yours. I will follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, now we thank you for the life of everyone here. We pray that the grace of God that brings salvation will be their portion. Now, devil, you have no role. You have no part in their lives. They have denounced you. They have accepted Jesus. Therefore, whatever work, whatever manipulation, sickness, pain you have inflicted them with, ends now. I declare their liberty, their healing in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We break the back of every disease, every pain, every condition. Oh, yes, for who Jesus shall set free shall be free indeed. We declare that from now you are free from every attack of the enemy. You are free from sickness. You are free from pain. You are free from ulcers. I see somebody with ulcers. Sauce, mahata so taka, ronde, liba hata, limo huta, limo Let cancer, let cancer cells dry up now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, pains in the bone, pains in the bone, ah, like rheumatism, it is healed now. In the name of Jesus, I pray, oh yes, for healing in your mind. Ah, every confusion and, and, and mental sickness, be healed now. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that your presence will be with them. Grant them, oh God, your sweet Holy Spirit, that will lead them until we see your face again in heaven. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. What you've done is the best decision you've taken. Please listen to this. The decision you've taken is the best decision you've taken all your life. The decision to go to school made us able to write and to read. The decision to work put food on our table but this decision will take us to heaven one day. Hallelujah. When this life is over. So you see our, our sister there they, there, they are going to give you a gift and also uh, pray with you quickly and you'll come back and join us. Okay, so I want you to follow our sister. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. Help them. Put your hands together for them. Put your hands together for them. Put your hands together for them. In the name of Jesus. The rest of us, let us pray. Father, we thank you that you help us to sow good and precious seeds that we will harvest great and precious seeds in our lives. Forgive us of wrong seeds we have sown. Lord, we pray for the law of failed harvest. May you pour acid on all the wrong seeds we have sown that we will not harvest. Help us that from now we will sow precious seeds and have great harvest